Hello everybody, welcome to Parashat Sav. I'll never forget my year in Israel. Two memories in particular really stick out for me till this very day. The first one happened on an ordinary Friday. I was taking an Eged bus from the beautiful red hills of Ma'alea Dumim towards Yerushalayim. I was staying by Joey and Katie Harari for Shabbat, super excited to sully or to pray in Knisa Ades to wake up early for bakashot and Turkish coffee and enjoy the delicious Syrian food prepared for me by my hosts. And as you can imagine, riding the bus to Jerusalem, I was full of anticipation and excitement for the beautiful and meaningful Shabbat that awaited me. During my ride, I was listening to Tanakh study for Parashat Lech Lecha, fully immersing myself in the deep historical significance of what I was doing. And then as I was listening, I was struck by what I was hearing. The berit or the covenant that Hashem was making with Abraham Abinu had two components, land and children. And there I am, a descendant of Abraham Abinu, 4,000 years later, spending this Shabbat in the land that God had promised to my grandfather. And that's when it really hit me. I am land and children. I am the covenant between God and Abraham. I was overcome with a gratitude that words cannot express. A gratitude for the opportunity to be in Israel. A gratitude for the beautiful tradition that I was a part of. And a gratitude for being a very tiny part of the next page and the grand story of Am Yisrael. I felt like I could transcend space and time. I felt deeply connected to every member of the lineage that brought me to that very moment. The other memory that really stands out for me was Yom Ha'atzma'ut in Yeshiva, singing the words of Mizmor 107 with the Israelis, Hodul Adonai Kitob Kile Olam Hasdo. Praise God because He is good and His, his Chesed, His loving kindness is forever. I had read this Mizmor so many times before, but the words penetrated me that day like they never had before. I watched how much the Israelis really resonated with the words and I appreciated just how much they had sacrificed just to be in Israel, singing these praises to Hashem. Again, the feeling I had was gratitude. In this week's parasha, one korban in particular stands out. The korban todah, the thanksgiving offering. The Torah commands us that when something good happens, we are obligated to thank God. Not only with our words, but by giving up something of value. Hashem is educating us about the importance of practicing gratitude. It's such an important element of a relationship with Borei Olam that we have no choice. We must bring a korban todah when it is called for. Research today actually backs up the importance of practicing gratitude through concrete actions like journaling about five things you're grateful for each day. This practice alone improves relationships, physical health, mental health, sleep, self-esteem, and the list goes on. As Eckhart Tolle says, acknowledging the good that you already have in your life is the foundation for all abundance. The Qurban Tada is also a type of Qurban Shalamim, a word that implies both a way of giving back to God from the word Leshalem, and also has within it the word Shalom or peace, because the Qurban Shalamim is unique in that everyone, the altar, the priest, and the owner partake of it. 
bringing about peace among all of them. The Torah is teaching us that gratitude is not something that benefits just one individual, but rather it benefits the entire group, cultivating closeness between everyone who can join in the festivities. And unlike the Qurban Ala and Hatat, which were entirely burned to God, symbolizing an awe and a reverent distance between us and God, the Qurban Todah is enjoyed by the entire group to symbolize the closeness between God and man that occurs when we find opportunities for gratitude. It was even brought with 40 loaves of bread, forcing the individual bringing the Qurban to invite the entire community to his home to partake of the grand celebration. But perhaps the most intriguing thing about the Qurban Todah is the similarities that it shares with the Qurban Pesach. The Qurban Pesach also involves a communal feast of Thanksgiving. It is also eaten with a type of bread, this time it's matzah. And also, it may not be left over until the next morning. The Torah could not be more clear here about its message for the Qurban Pesach. Just as an individual brings a Qurban Todah and recounts his miraculous rescue, so too the entire nation of Am Yisrael must arrange a feast of gratitude in which we retell the story of Yetziat Mitzrayim and praise God for his redemption of Ben Yisrael. And the obvious question that arises is, why the glaring difference in the type of bread brought in each Qurban? Why is the Qurban Todah brought with Hametz, while the Qurban Pesach is brought with only Matzah? Now I'll give you some spoilers for a class that I had given a couple years ago. As to the symbolism of Hametz and Matzah, and you can check that out if you like. In the view of the Torah, Hametz symbolizes something that is complete. It's a finished product. While Matzah represents the beginning of the process alone. Something that is incomplete. And normally we cannot bring Hametz as part of a Qurban with the exception of the Qurban Todah, which has both Hametz and Matzah. In this situation, one brings both Matzah, which symbolizes the dangerous situation and man's rescue from it, and Hametz, which symbolizes man's gratitude for the divine redemption from danger. We feel full, we feel complete because of God saving us. So were one only to bring Matzah, which symbolizes incompleteness, one might appear unappreciative of everything God has done for him. Hence, in the Qurban Todah, we must bring both Matzah and Hametz, showing that our story has come full circle thanks to God. But on Pesach, we need to remember that even though this is in fact a type of Qurban Todah, we cannot bring Hametz, because we are not yet complete in our mission. Pesach is only the very beginning of our redemption story. The very beginning of our freedom. Really, the end of our freedom happens on Shavuot. That's when we have to bring Hametz. That's when we finish counting the Omer. And we realize that's where we need to be, having received the Torah in Eretz Yisrael. But right now, at this stage, we're still not living in Israel. We still do not have the Torah. So we need to eat Matzah only in this Thanksgiving offering of Korban Pesach to remind us that there is still a second mountain to climb. And that brings me back to the stories that I shared with you earlier about my experiences in Israel. It's hard to fathom that Moshe Rabbeinu himself never had the privilege 
to walk the sands of Be'er Sheva or to tour the beauties of En Gedi. Things that we take for granted on so many winter vacations and Bar Mitzvah trips. And here we are today, 4,000 years later. And the only appropriate response to our current situation is gratitude. Gratitude works because it raises your energy. It allows you to attract more goodness into your life. I saw a TED Talk a few years ago on gratitude. I, I love it so much. I like to re-watch it so often as a reminder of how much there really is in my life to be grateful for. And I'll read you an excerpt. You think this is just another day in your life? It's not just another day. It's the one day that's given to you today. It's given to you. It's a gift. It's the only gift that you have right now. And the only appropriate response is gratefulness. If you do nothing else but to cultivate that response to the great gift that this unique day is, if you learn to respond as if it were the first day in your life and the very last day, then you will have spent this day very well. So my blessing to all of you this year is that this Pesach, as you chew your matzah and guzzle down your arbakosot, that it should be different. That even though we ourselves are not living in Israel, we can stand in awe and marvel at the incredible gift and the incredible narrative of our extraordinary nation, thanking God every day that we belong to such a rich and beautiful tradition. And on an even deeper level, I bless you that this Pesach should spur you to practice gratitude, not only on Pesach, but each and every day. Maybe during Modim, pick five things to look for, to be grateful for, and speak them out in your mind towards God. This should be your own personal version of the Korban Todah. You should notice each day the blessing and the abundance that is always all around you. Thank you very much and Hag Sameach.